video game news and video game music. This is Progress Bar. Welcome to the show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Live on Spreaker.com. My name is Anthony Shelton. You can join the chat at Spreaker.com. Let's speaker with an R. Give me your thoughts on anything gaming related. Give me something I can react to. You can also hit me up on Skype. Username Progress Bar Radio. You can also hit me up on speakpipe.com slash progress bar. Leave a voicemail there. I hope you had a nice holiday. Hope it was relaxing for you. Hope you had a chance to reflect on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Uh, I reflected a little bit. We'll talk about games, of course, but I just want to say this real quick. Uh, I, I had a chance to reflect. And during that, you know, kind of, not brief, but kind of a moment to reflect, I realized I need to pay attention to what's happening in this country. I'm not much of a political guy, and over the years I've become more and more kind of fatalistic. Uh, You know, I, I kind of under the mindset politicians are corrupt, mainstream media is just a propaganda machine, which may or may not be true, but regardless, it's not helpful to me. And, you know, things are happening and stuff should I should be paying attention to. And I just don't because I'm thinking, well, you know, the money machine is going. What can I do about it? Now, imagine if Martin Luther King Jr. had that mentality, right? I'm not sure we would be where we are today. If he would have taken a fatalistic mentality. And when I say we, I mean black people, right? I'm not sure we would be where we are. Also, as society, I don't think we would be where we are. Now, I know he couldn't avoid that climate. I mean, he was getting it up front for real. I have the option to avoid stuff. I don't have to read the internet and figure out what's going on, and participate in what's going on. I have the option to turn my back and say, I don't know and I don't care. Not him. I mean, he it was in his face. He was experiencing it. But he also didn't have to do anything. He could have just said, you know what, whatever, I'm done. But he decided to get involved, and he became the face of a movement. So thinking about that, thinking about what Martin Luther King Jr. did, the least I could do is pay attention to what's going on in this country and vote. The least. Even if I'm reading mainstream media, even if I think it's, it's biased and basically a propaganda machine, the least I could do is know what's going on. Inform myself in some form or fashion and vote. That is my doing. I've largely stayed away from voting. It's like, I don't like any of the candidates. I think they're all corrupt. I think they're all lying. Why vote, right? But that's not the approach Martin Luther King Jr. took. He had hope. And he moved forward in that hope, despite how hard it was. So the least I could do to honor Martin Luther King from now on, instead of, you know, putting something up on Twitter and just reflecting on what he did without any action, least I could do. 
is pay attention to what's happening in my country and vote. So I just wanted to share that. Now, I want to touch on this topic really quick. I think I'm being proven wrong about esports. I still don't think esports will reach the level of MLB, NBA, NFL, but it's still growing. And every time I think it's stopped growing or it's going to slow down, it just keeps on going. It won't stop. Mark Cuban is interested in esports now. He participated in a League of Legends tournament. Rick Fox, former Laker, bought a esports team, and it's called Echo Fox. He's invested in that. Esports isn't going anywhere. And now ESPN has added an esports section to their website. And esports is the only digital thing or non athletic kind of physical sport on ESPN.com that you can click. Like if you go to ESPN.com, look at the ellipses, esports is the only one that's not athletic. Now, of course, ESPN, the TV station, airs chess tournaments and spelling bees and bowling and all that kind of stuff, poker. But traditionally, you know, you go to ESPN and you're looking up physical sports, right? Now, I'm looking at this and it feels weird looking at esports on ESPN, because it's always, it's always been sports. Now we're seeing digital stuff. We're seeing video games. I'm looking at League of Legends characters in short video clips on ESPN. It just feels weird. It's not going anywhere. Now, I don't have a problem with being wrong about this. My prediction is I don't think it'll grow as big as the major market sports in America. In America specifically. Maybe worldwide. Maybe. I'll give it that. But not in America. But so far. It's proving me wrong. Now. Do you expect publishers to release all of their content on day one? Or are you okay with content coming later? As long as it's free. We'll talk about that coming up. But first. This song is Sector One by Metroid Metal. You can find it on the other album, which is available on Bandcamp and MetroidMetal.com. You're listening to Progress Bar.
that is Sector 1 by Metroid Metal. You find that on the other album. That album is available on Bandcamp and MetroidMetal.com. This is Progress Bar Radio. My name is Anthony Shelton. What do you expect from your game at launch? Do you expect everything there, or are you okay with some things being omitted and added later? Or does it depend on the game that you're interested in? Let's say you go to a restaurant. You order an entree. Let's just say it's steak, eggs, potatoes, vegetables, and bread, right? So, waiter takes your order, takes it to the kitchen, comes back about 15 minutes later with steak and vegetables. Waiter's like, hey, you know, sorry, kitchen's really busy, they got a lot to work, got, got a lot to do, so we didn't want you to wait forever, so for now, we've brought you your steak and vegetables, your potato, eggs, and bread will come soon. You're probably looking at the waiter like, for real, like, really, this is what we're doing right now? Like, what if you want your potato first? Like, what if you want your bread Don't you want the eggs with your steak, right? That's what you ordered, right? You're looking at this waiter like, dude, like, either take this back and bring it to me when it's all on the plate, or fine, I'll just eat the steak and vegetables for now, right? It's kind of the problem with the division. The division is not going to come with player trading at launch, And Brooklyn will come later. We don't even know what's really going on with Brooklyn. The game will be set in mid-Manhattan and only mid-Manhattan. We don't know when Brooklyn will come. It might come as DLC, might come as free, but player trading won't be there. And that's something that could be there. Does that make you feel good as a consumer? Like, if you're interested in the division, and let's just say... Any game that you've played, are you okay with that? Like holding back stuff? I mean, publishers are asking us to change our standards so that they can make money. But we should be putting pressure on the publishers to change their methods, right? Because we as the consumer are the ones who determine, really, what the publishers will put out. What they'll invest their money in. Now, I understand publishers need to make money and have deadlines. If they don't have deadlines, developers will create games forever. I mean, if you're an artist, you know how artistry works, right? <laughs> if if we don't have checks and balances, we're going to go on until we feel like it is absolutely perfect. And for an artist, it's never absolutely perfect. So I, publishers need to have deadlines. So I get that. But maybe it's time to start extending those deadlines. Maybe it's time to make these release dates a little bit further out. And I know The Division was delayed already. It was supposed to come out last year. It's coming out this year, first quarter. And I understand publishers need to hit their financials. It's all strategic. It's all investors-based and stuff. So I, I get that. But maybe it's time to change the way things are done so that way developers don't have to hold back content that could be there on day one. And I understand this may not be a problem for every game, right? Halo 5, for example. 
I wasn't like thrilled Big Team Battle wasn't going to be there on day one, but it wasn't the end of the world. The big modes were there. Campaign, Warzone, Basic Team Deathmatch. I liked Big Team Battle, and I wish it was there day one, but you know it came quick enough. It was fine. But Destiny, which Bungie's also thinking about a player trading system. Every time I play Destiny, I'm thinking, man, I wish I could trade with people. Because there's some weapons that I'm like, ah, I wish I could have a strong weapon or something. And it, the game would really benefit from player trading. But they're not putting it in yet. I don't know when they're going to put it in. Division, the Division is one of those games that should have player trading day one. Because I can imagine with the loot and different things that you can get, player trading is going to be one of those things you're going to want to get involved with. It seems like the game should have it right there, ready to go. And when devs don't have time to put in features at launch, that says to me the cycle is too short. So maybe publishers need to think about extending those deadlines. I mean, they got these big, huge teams. I think it was 12 studios that worked on Assassin's Creed Revelations. That's ridiculous. Why? So they can meet that, oh, we're going to release an Assassin's Creed every year deadline. Really? Is it that important? Or even if it wasn't every year, two years. I think Revelations did fit within that two years. But think about that. They got this 12 studios working on one game, or at least contributing to it. Just so they could release it in two years. I, that, I mean, when you got a big team like that, some things will get lost in translation. And Revelations is the weakest of the Ezio Auditore series. It shows too many people working on one game. And it works. Games come out. They function. But it can't make the smaller team save money there and extend the deadline. I feel like that could be a solution. And I know it's a little bit more difficult than that, especially when you got to hit certain quarterly expectations and things like that. But really... Is this going to be the new norm? It's already been a thing with DLC. Now we now we can't get stuff. Day one that should be there because the cycle is too short. Mm, I don't like it. Call of Duty is now on a three-year cycle. Activision was like, all right, I think two years is not enough for these developers to be able to iterate on Call of Duty well enough. So we're going to put another studio on. And we're going to extend the cycle to three years because we still want to release Call of Duty every year. Smart. Brilliant. Good move. Activision still gets Call of Duty every year. That's what they want. And developers get a longer cycle. I think it was great. Ubisoft needs to think about doing that for the division they like their open world games. They're big games. And they're hard to create. So they might want to consider extending that dev cycle. 
So how do you like your entree? Do you like it all at once? Or do you like it in pieces? Skype, username, Progress Bar Radio. Hit me up with your thoughts. This song is Koopa Reaper. It is by Blind. It's on the Super Cartography Brothers remix soundtrack on OC Remix. You're listening to Progress Bar. Yeah. <laughs> 
song reminds me of uh, F-Zero. Banging like this one. This is Cooper Reaper by Blind. It's on the recent AC remix, remix album Super Cartography Bros. You can find it on OC Remix. <coughs> O-R-G. This next song. <coughs> woo, got that frog in the throat. This song is Dream Boy, Surf's Nightmare, The Mysterious Planet. This is by the Guitar Hero. And Your Daily Water. It's on the Legacy Game Boy 25th Anniversary Remix album on ocremix.org. You're listening to Progress Bar.
That is Dream Boy, Surf's Nightmare, The Mysterious Planet. That is by the Guitar Hero and Your Daily Water. You can find that on the Legacy Game Boy 25th Anniversary Remix album on ocremix.org. That will do it for today. Appreciate you tuning in. Thanks for listening. Hope you're refreshed for the rest of the week. Remember to follow on Spreaker. We're live every day, every week at day. 10 a.m. Pacific time. Not every day. I need a break too. But I do appreciate you listening. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>